Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we're going to do so eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, Candace, which is sprinkles. Uh-huh. Which you might be like, sprinkles? Here's some ASMR for everyone. I like that. I don't know. I was like, sprinkles are fun. And I also have a question. What is inside sprinkles? I think is it's it just pure, pure sugar. sugar? <laughs> I would think yes. You're um, only allowed to have how many a day? Four. <laughs> Here, I'll I, eat my four right now. <laughs> it, well, we're supposed to take a shot, right? Oh, yeah, I can take a shot. He pours them into the lid and then takes a shot of little tiny beads. Little tiny. They're, like, actually really smaller than regular sprinkles. They're in my shot glass. <laughs> okay, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenstein. Monster. <laughs> I'll take another one at junk time. Okay. Okay. I have these fried pork grinds, which they say fried pork curly cues. I don't know what that means, but I've had them in the pantry for quite some time. So hopefully they're still good. <laughs> also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So if you're ready to start the show, Toby. Take it away. Here's what happened. All right. This is Mr. Monk is on the run part one. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see Natalie and Mr. Monk being called into the scene of a robbery where the captain informs him of some disturbing news related to Trudy's case. The infamous six fingered man who manufactured the bomb that killed Trudy was the main suspect in the robbery. He had also left a cryptic note at the scene, which Mr. Monk later deciphers and then decides to follow up with it on his own. The note leads him to an address in Angel, California, where he surprisingly comes face to face with the six-fingered foe. They exchange words leading to an all-out fight to the death in which the six-finger man would lose when Mr. Monk's gun shoots and kills him instantly. Adrian is shocked and confused, only to be arrested moments later. Charged with murder, his bail is set at an even million, forcing him to escape during his prison transport. He confides in Natalie and makes his way to investigate the scene of the crime. He realizes that there was someone else there that night, standing behind him, who fired the fatal shot. It was Sheriff Rollins, the arresting officer. He had snuck into Adrian's apartment, switched the barrels of Monk's gun with his own, lured Monk to that address, and set the six-finger man up to be murdered. Monk reaches out to the captain for help, but with no proof, they are both at a loss. Stottlemyre tells Rollins of their interaction and says they plan to meet that evening. When they do, Adrian becomes suspicious that Leland is not alone and pulls his gun, but the captain fires first, putting two shots into Monk, sending him sailing into the ocean below. Interesting. So that was Mr. Monk is on the run, part one. Candace, I have one question for you. So what did you like about this episode? Okay, I put Noah's titles. Okay, so because we were watching That's a it, dislike right? Dislike of mine, actually. And 
I was. Oh no! I know. I I, I <laughs> wouldn't let Noah look at the title of the episode because I didn't want him to know that Mr. Monk was in fact on the run. I also didn't want him to know that that was a part one of a part two episode. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, we agreed like, okay, don't look at the don't look at the screen until I tell you. And then it was clear. I was like, okay. And so he starts guessing. It's like Mr. Monk and the bus. Because <laughs> like, he like gets on a bus. He gets on a bus. I'm like, Mr. Monk solves Trudy's case. I was like, okay, someone's <laughs> someone is at reaching. And I said, Mr. Monk kills a man. <laughs> yep. Okay. So mine is. Were you drinking this? It's four whole ounces lighter. <laughs> That's pretty good. I think I put that too. That. That clue is so in your face. Yeah. And it's so like you, why would you ever think that that has anything to do with the crime? And you're just like, Nally, did you drink this? And she's like, no. And then she blows it off. Like where you think like, oh, she totally, she totally drank, drank it. it. Like, or that she's like, no. And then she's like, Mr. Monk, are you okay about the dream? And then she comforts him, which is really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So it's like, it's, it leaves you either way. I think like you can think. That, like, oh, she totally drank it. Or, but she wouldn't do that to Mr. Monk. Yeah. So, like, maybe he is upset about the dream and he's just, like, picking apart things to, like, hallucinate about or yeah. something. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I also like the the whole scene that includes that, which is the elegant clue, right? Because we know High Conrad, this was the clue he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Whenever she, Natalie writes on the board, to force heaven, Mars shall have a new... Angel. Angel, yeah. He, that was like one of his favorite clues because he said he liked the elegant clues. I was like, oh, because he didn't remember which episode it was. I didn't either. I did not realize it was so close. Uh-huh. So that was cool that we saw that. And I put elegant clue and elegant scene where Natalie is trying to help solve the case. I love that. I love that she is up there just trying to decipher this code. She bought a book. Mm-hmm. And then Monk's like, oh, you bought a book, which is reminiscent of Mr. Monk Goes to Vegas. Whenever Randy's like, what? I got a book, How to Play Poker. And she's like, oh, you have a book, so now you can't lose. And he's like, exactly. <laughs> it did remind me of that, so I thought that was funny. But yeah, the whole scene I felt was was very elegant, how how she's trying to solve the case and then also comforts him about his nightmare. In the end, it was very sweet. Yeah. Something I liked is that there's not a lot to say about this episode. Because I was watching it and I was trying so hard to take notes while watching but I just could not mm-hmm. I was so invested into the story and was like okay I could write that down and I'm like wait but what's happening now and I just I, I I'm turning the fact that I have barely any notes into a note of itself <laughs> but it's that's some skill there's like not a lot to say about this episode other than just go watch it yeah I had to watch it again because I I was it was one of those episodes where, like, well, I, I mean, most of the episodes I don't know scene for scene. Like, I haven't seen Monk that many times where I know, like, oh, this next scene is funny. This next scene is funny. Uh-huh. I don't know what scene's coming next. So when I'm writing notes, I actually do have to pay attention to what's going on. I can't just like, oh, yeah, this this part and jot it down. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I definitely had to watch it twice in order to, to get half this stuff down. But I obviously love when Monk ups his bail to an even million. Oh, yeah, It's so funny. Like, which... Do they set bail at $900,000? No. Yeah, I don't know about that. I feel like it's like half a million, like 500000 or $750,000. And then the judge just 
puts it at 900,000, which is cute, you know, yeah. but it's like, is that realistic? I mean, kind of a plot hole, but yeah. And then um, also, it was cute how all of them are like, I can sell my car. Oh, and like, sacrificing things for Monk. Yes. It was so cute. And he was like, I'll be fine. And then took Natalie's key. Oh my gosh, I'm remembering it. He took Natalie's key and it was all savage mode. Took Natalie's key, put it in the door, jumped out of the car, the moving car, and then escaped without a trail. Oh, he's a genius. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is such a good episode because if you're wondering, like, what would Monk do if he was a criminal? Because he's so smart. It's that. Mm-hmm. Ugh, he's a genius. Yeah, there was there was a lot to unpack with all the stuff you said. So of course, um, oh the oh sorry the the bail thing. Whenever he leans over to his counsel and he's like, whisper whisper whisper. Mm. He's like, um, with the court's request, could we bump up the bail to an <laughs> even million? And Stottlemyre's like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Okay, and then next, of course, like you said, we see we see Monk saying, well, can I at least say goodbye? And then Sheriff Rollins, like a dodo, is like, sure. And yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. And then, but it's so sad because you don't know. Yeah. And Natalie's so, oh my gosh, that was heart-wrenching. Like, uh, yeah, I was yeah, like. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's oh, like, so this is Mr. Rollins. Because she also knew, because, you know, before they were explaining, like, yeah, that doesn't look good. The The shots came from his gun. Yeah, that doesn't look good either. You know, he was obsessed with the victim. Yeah, that doesn't look good either. And then after they leave the courtroom, Randy's like, yeah, this it's kind of funny. This is kind of the case that Monk would normally solve. Well, I mean, like, not like ha-ha funny. More like not funny at all funny. <laughs> it's like, it was a good, it was a great joke. And it was a well-timed joke. And it was a good one. And yeah. it was like a heartfelt, sad joke. Yeah. That was, I really liked that joke. But yeah, they're, they're saying goodbye was heart-wrenching. But... I did, they, they maybe could have dragged that out a little bit more because like r- instantly you see his, like the key card, you know? Yeah. So like I could have used like a little bit more of like heartstring pulling, but no, it was, I, it was no, good. No, he didn't. No, because he got in the car and then it's like, he pulls it out. No, it's, no, they're walking outside of the court. Oh, and then she then goes, she goes, where's my pass? His... As soon as they stop hugging, he walks off and she goes, where's my pass? And it shows him go Floop, and pull it out. It was like two seconds later. Yeah. So it, which, Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's not, it's it's not that big still, of a deal. I actually really like how they did that. But Monk said, don't worry about me. Yeah. And that's what he meant. Yeah. And that was oh, good. that was so good. That was really good. He's like, no. oh my god. And then when he's in the truck, you hear the officers, Sheriff okay. Rollins and the other guy talking about, you know, he's like, oh, I feel sick. He's like, oh, I can't take sick days. And he's like, you know how many sick days I've taken in the past 10 years? Zero. All I do is drink juice all the time. Cranberry juice, apple juice, orange juice. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Another in-your-face clue, I right? And all of this is while Monk is trying to get out. And then you see the blank, you know, blankness behind him. And he, like, kind of glances. And he's like, wait, what the heck? Yeah. And he turns around and, you know, the doors are open. And you're like... They literally did that clue to set up. Oh, that's genius. Isn't that amazing? That was so good. That was so good. Oh my gosh. Um, I love, I love how they can't smell monk. They're, they put the, the canine dogs on his scent and they're looking for him. Or they, they try to look for him and they're like, they can't get a scent. And they're like, I've never heard of it. A human without a scent. And then, and then finally the dogs catch a scent of him. Which makes sense because he's continuing to run, so uh-huh. he's probably creating like an odor or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, and then they're like, "It looks like he's 
almost touching every single tree. Because you know, the he's dogs are like touching yeah. them and he's poking them, but they think he's like injured uh-huh. because you know if you had gotten shot you would need to like hold on to something so they think he's like hobbling from uh-huh. they're like check all the hospitals and like didn't get him that time <laughs> he's just touching trees <laughs> um i have captain tiger oh. oh yeah and then i put look at you <laughs> <laughs> with a little heart he looked dang good in that uniform he, he looks spiffy I'm surprised they didn't show a whole scene of Natalie swooning over him. No, Golly. I put, um, Monk kill somebody. At the very beginning of my notes, I was like, oh, Monk kill someone. And then at the end, I put, Monk didn't kill someone. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Like you said, we don't know. I think I'm going to make my prediction right here, right now. Wait, hang on. No, I was going to ask you that in drunk time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, also, I have... Noah's Nobody Believes Monk narrative came back to bite him. I know. Because <laughs> you kept talking about, They're, like... They all believed him. You, <laughs> you believed him. And they were like, he didn't shoot him. But you were all over it. Like, Ugh. oh, man. The one time. No. Why does nobody ever believe Monk? He said he shot to <laughs> shoot him. Of course he didn't shoot him. And now Noah's like, definitely shot him. <laughs> In his notes. Monk kill someone, <laughs> even though he says he didn't. But I did, to be fair, I did put Natalie almost fell for it too, which was a really great scene whenever he comes back and, you know, confides in her uh-huh. and shows up at her house. And he's like, okay, Natalie, I just need to cut these chains off of me. And she's like, um, maybe we should call the she's captain. Like hesitating, yeah. And he's like, wait, no, we can't. Like, that's his job. He ha- would have to take me in. That's why I came to you. And she's like, um, yeah, 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 of course, of course I believe you, of course I believe you. It's like, oh, that seed of doubt, but, oh. oh, it hurts, but also, it took her, like, half a second to come back, so yeah. I gave her, I gave her points on that. Yeah, and, um, when Randy's in her house, and he's like, yeah, they, they made me come over here, because they thought Monk was stupid enough to come to your house, and Monk's, like, hiding behind the curse. <laughs> and then he's like... Yeah, he touches the lamp. <laughs> While Randy's talking in the background. This is like Monk's entire like life on the line here. And he... <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love that. Basically, like, all the scenes were epic mm-hmm. is what I loved about it. You have the first scene where you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on with Trudy? Like, what's going on with this case? And that's the six-finger man. And you're like, oh my gosh. And then about two scenes later, we see Monk going to confront the six-fingered man. Then we see Monk being arrested. And then we see his bail set. We see him escape. And then we see the whole chasing where he's running and they're chasing the dogs after him. And then we see him hiding at Natalie's house. And it's so suspenseful. And then we see him meeting, you're calling the captain and telling him everything that happened. And then we see him meeting the captain. And then he gets shot. Every single yeah. scene was on fire. Yeah. It was so good. Every scene was epic, and it, every scene was suspenseful, and man, it was good. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Because I do have one more thing. Um, I have one more thing as well. Okay. The, the blender. <laughs> the blender. So Natalie is trying to cover for Monk, and she's like, okay, let me get the power tools from upstairs. So that way I can break you out of your chains. And she comes back and Monk isn't there. And Randy's there because Monk saw Randy coming so he had to hide. 
And she's like, oh, hi. And he's like, what are you doing with the suit? No, she says, do you want to take a bath? <laughs> she says, do you want to take a bath? And he's like, what? Uh, no thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she walks in. She's like, oh, crap. And he's like, oh, do you greet all your guests this way? I'm surprised you're not more popular. <laughs> Okay, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I have this uniform because I was uh, I was giving you away to the Salvation Army, which was smart. Yeah. Right? And then she completely screwed it all up by going, oh, and the power tool? um, My blender broke, so I was just going to use it for that, which, Natalie, I'm usually on your side for these kinds of things, but are you kidding me? Your blender broke. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay, so she's going to, like, fix the blender. No, she was like... Okay, I'm gonna use. Instead of using the blender mm-hmm. blades, I'm gonna use the actual screw. Thing, the the the. <sighs> it made no sense. I totally get what you're saying, and I literally never interpreted that way. That when she says, "My blender broke," that she could have totally just acted like she was going to fix the blender, mm-hmm. but instead she decided to make a smoothie and then use the tool to make it and it's like black and she's like oh it's the oil and it's good for like digestive or something yeah it was nasty so funny so my last thing of course is mother of all terrible natalie schemes power drill to make a smoothie (laughs) loved it though it was so funny it was it was bad, but it was good. <laughs> and that's the ironic thing is because I always put terrible Natalie schemes in dislikes, mm-hmm. but this one was just was so it, yeah. drawn out Mixed and feelings, good and yeah. funny. And then <laughs> that she makes it, she puts all this stuff in there, and then he's like, "What is that?" She's like, "Oh, it's just oil." Or is that <laughs> oil? And she's like, "Yeah." And then she's like, takes a sip and she's like, "Mm, mm-hmm, yeah, it's just what I needed." <laughs> She just puts it down. And doesn't know. You, you want some? Did, did you notice that Randy drank it when she left? No. Yeah. I didn't notice it the first time. When she goes to the bathroom to give Monk the uniform, Randy picks it up and he sips it and he kind of like looks and then he's like, hmm, and starts drinking it. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing you catch on the second time around. Oh I was gosh. like, what? That's Randy so likes it? Oh. That was so funny. <laughs> but Yeah. Okay, Guinness, what did you dislike about this episode? Oh, I put, what a terrible dream. Monk has the nightmare about Trudy, and he sees her getting into oh, the car. You didn't and, let me watch any of it. I know, because it had the title. Oh, I told you you could watch it again, but... Yeah, I know, but still. But still. I could see yeah. it in you the You could corners, see a little bit, yeah. And it, it looked bad. It was. It was, like, firing... Because he's, like, in a parking garage, and you think that he's, like, going to investigate, like, her murder again or something. So, I, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I was, like, telling you, like, oh, he's in a parking garage. Wait, and there's Trudy. And then you could, you were kind of saying, like, oh, I can see it a little bit over your shoulder. But she's, like, getting in the car and about to start it. And he's, he's like, like, no, yelling. Trudy, no. And he's running in place. And then, poof, when she explodes. And then, whenever it comes back to him laying in bed, they have the fire did you see that part? No. They had the fire, like, it looked like it was in his room. And he's, oh. like, his eyes, like, open. And you can still see the flames. And then it goes, and, like, shuts off. And then it you can tell he's in a dream. Like, he like he was dreaming. It was really good. You should probably oh, watch it. I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> Give me a sec. Let me pull up Amazon. <laughs> like, honestly. 
That was epic. That was pretty good, right? That was awesome. That takes like all the CGI moments they've ever had and like blows them out of the water and like makes up for all of them. Was that not that really was, good? Like awesome. the explosion? I mean, you didn't guess you didn't really see the explosion, but that fire that's like in his apartment, it makes you like think his house is on fire. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That was good, right? But Oof. anyway, what a terrible dream to have. Was... <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Cool effects, though. Cool effects, though. Cool effects. Um, Dislike Candace didn't let me see the title. Why would they name the title part one? I, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they would do that. But at the same time, no. Because I think, what was it? Maybe like halfway, over halfway through, you were like, is this a season finale? And I was yeah. Like, uh... Yeah, and then I was yeah, and you were like, no, there's one more after this, and I was like, that's weird, because <laughs> I was like, this is really good. Well, I was like, oh, this is episode fifteen, yeah. out of sixteen. <laughs> that was the whole reason that I didn't want to say anything, but uh-huh. then I was like, well, he's asking me a point blank question, yeah. so I guess I have to say something. It'd be really sketchy. We were like, no, this is the finale. <laughs> but yeah, I put Monk goes rogue. Mm-hmm. right i these are you know me these are the moments where i'm like monk like this whole thing could have been avoided like yeah. especially if your theory is right about he lured you there then if you had taken stottlemyre or randy or even natalie this wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. and everything like seems to always go wrong whenever he goes rogue like that and it's like if you just stick to your scruples mr monk Bad things don't happen. And if they do, you at least were doing the right thing whenever something bad did happen. So. I like it because it adds to the motive a little of, like, con- like them condemning him. Like, he went there on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knew that he didn't want to take any of you because he was going there to kill him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Great point, Noah. Yeah. Great point. I know. I also put Noah's, Noah's final title was whenever he gets, I guess this was whenever he goes without them and he shows up in the warehouse and he comes like face to face with the six fingered man. You were like, Mr. Monk becomes a psychopath. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, I'm writing that one down too. Yeah. Um, I didn't like how he went by himself, like you said, but also how he even endangered himself a little bit whenever he was like, he had the gun. But then he runs after the dude. He's like, you have the money. And then Monk just steps into the light. And he's like, you're not who I know. And then Monk just tackles him. And I was like, yeah, cool. But at the same time, this guy probably has a gun too. Yeah. So you probably should have just shot him point blank. No. No, I mean, if he was going to tackle him anyways. And make it seem like he wanted to, like, harm him. Yeah, because, yeah. I I guess your point. Because I thought of this. Monk. Monk definitely attacked him first. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of that. It was because it, it, I was thinking, well, it was self-defense. It totally wasn't self-defense yeah. because he actually attacked the six-finger man first. And then he had the gun pointed at him. And yeah. Because didn't the six-finger man just have a knife? Or did he even have anything? No, I think he had a knife. Oh, I remember the reason that he t- does tackle him because... He sees, you know, he puts up his hand and he sees the six fingers. Oh. And then so Monk is like pissed yeah. and he's like you're the cop with the wife and then he tackles him oh yeah yeah so he knew he knew who he was so then he goes after him it was like oh you happen to have six fingers 
you're like, you're the cop with the wife. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, yeah, he did shoot him, but then Monk could have been like, he's the dude who killed my wife and probably loves it. He had a confession. He was like, oh. I do jobs. I don't know who sends me. Yeah. Dang. So Monk could have just been like, he killed a bunch of people and I was, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Also, they didn't bring up the fact that he blacks out. Sotomayor wasn't like, yeah, but you black out sometimes. They were like, oh no, we believe you. Yeah. Which before Sotomayor has been like, <laughs> like whenever they kill, he killed Santa Claus. He was like, no, you definitely killed that dude. Like you blacked out. Yeah. What's the difference? I know you black out sometimes. Yeah. Especially whenever it's the 10 year anniversary of you and Trudy. Yeah. Not whenever you actually come face to face with Trudy's killer. That wouldn't lead you to black out at all. <laughs> right? Um, my next is like, is do people like, you know, that guy who was sleeping and Monk tried to steal his car mm-hmm. uh, at the gas station? Do people do that? I don't think. Like self service think... things? Okay, so like, this is my understanding I don't know of how it. it works. This is my understanding of it because I'm not really old enough to actually know, but. You're not old? Dude, I'm like 10 years older than you. Yeah, I know. Okay. But still, it's, so that's I'm... a lot of time. I'm like 10 years old myself, yes, so. <laughs> that's definitely true. <laughs> No, but I I believe gas stations used to be there was a gas attendant that they pumped your car for you at the gas station. So if if maybe if I'm not mistaken, they still do that somewhere like in the boonies or I mean I live kind of in the boonies but not super super super. Like maybe there's like a gas station that still has attendants that will pump your gas for you. That's the guy who was sitting out there. I'm pretty sure to get gas. He wasn't like a convenience store worker where he works behind the counter. He was sitting outside to pump people's gas. I thought he just like didn't want to sleep in his car. No, I think he was the gas station attendant. So he kept his car next to the The gas pump? Yeah. Wasn't it parked at the gas pump? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he would do that. And then and and, just didn't and put a lock in his car. The, yeah. the steering wheel lock? Yeah, I don't Which know. People also don't do that. <laughs> okay, this is a really small line, super random, but I was like, wait a second, what? So, this is when Natalie and Randy are in the house, and he says, what are you doing with that power drill? Oh, well, what are you doing with Mitch's uniform? And she says, oh, well, I was just going to donate to the Salvation Army. You know, I figured it was time to move on. I like that one. And Randy says, yeah, I've been saying that for three years, but okay. Rude. No, Wait, what? he's been saying, he's been telling Natalie for three years that she should move on from Mitch. As in what? Like, you should date me? Or? I, I been... thought he said, you've been saying that for three years. No, I watched it again and he said, I've. Because I thought okay, he said. weirdo. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's weird. He's like, I've been saying that for three years, but. And so I was like, Gosh. wait, What? Yeah. Weird Randy. That was just a really weird Randy line. I guess yeah. they were just trying to add something in there to make it seem like this is a weird time for you to be doing that right the second because I've been suggesting that for a long time, but it just wasn't a good thing to imply. Unless they were trying to imply that he liked her in that way. I don't know. Gosh, I just thought it was a weird thing to that say. Was, no, that's like gross. <laughs> I've been saying that you should get over your dead husband for, like, if Natalie was like, just get over Trudy, Monk. Like, what? 
which Stottlemyre has done before, but for utter co- uh, plot yeah. convenience. But other than that, he's like, I get it now. Yeah. Never throw away that watch. <laughs> so, yeah. But my last thing is, do you, do you have anything else? I do not. Okay. Okay, I put possibly a plot hole, but my plot hole section is pretty full. So, I'm just going to go really? ahead and say this. Yeah. So, this is the very first scene where Monk walks up and Stottlemyre says, you know, we called Dr. Kroger. You might not want to go in there and you might not want to know what's going on. And he's like, well, is it a murder? Like, what's going on? He's like, well, it's not a murder. It's a robbery. So, this this piece of information, all that he was... Not, not saying it wasn't a big deal, but all that he was hiding from him was, look, the six-fingered man is the suspect in this. He's buying another bomb. You know, mm-hmm. that this is the information. You might want to hear it. You might not want to hear it. And he's like, you know, Monk says, okay. And he walks off and he doesn't want to yeah. hear it. And then Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, we have to hear it. Uh, okay, yeah. so two things. For one, Stottlemyre wasn't going to make Monk hear about the six-fingered man. Yeah. That's what this whole show's about, buddy. Get mm. on board. He's trying to figure <laughs> Dude, out... the director wants you to tell us. <laughs> exactly. The fans want you to tell Mr. Monk about the six-finger yeah. man. So why was there ever an out? Well, you know, you don't have to hear this information if you don't want to. Um, it's about Trudy. Then Natalie... So my beef with Stotty. Then my beef with Natalie is... And Natalie has no clue what this is about. It could be the most devastating thing on the planet. Trudy could be coming back to life yeah. in there. And she's like, Mr. Monk, we have to see. Yeah. <laughs> For like, her own actually, amusement. Yeah, like, actually, you're the one who planted the bomb, Monk. <laughs> like, but we have to see. Like, what? Your brother Ambrose is in there. <laughs> he killed Trudy. <laughs> like, Your brother Ambrose Natalie's like, we have to go see. Yeah, I was like... I, like, looked at you, I was like, what the heck? That's, like, messed up. Right? He's like, yeah, and I said, what if that's something traumatic? Which it was. Yeah. Which, again, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't that big of a deal, so it didn't stand out as, as Natalie being like, yeah, let's go see it. I'm just saying, you have no clue what it is. And yeah. you're like, yeah, we have to go see for your own fun and amusement. I don't know. <sighs> yep. But I'm done with dislike. I should have run a plot hole. My bad. He's the, the guy. guy. Candace. Can we take it away? <laughs> take it away. All Go right. Ahead. Okay, first we have C.S. Lee, who is the guard that's sitting next to... He's the Asian man that's sitting next to Rollins when they're in the van. Mm-hmm. He actually played kind of a... Like, not a big role, but he was noticeable, I thought. He was on Fresh Off the Boat, which I've talked about recently, so I won't talk about it again. But he was on there for two episodes, which is where I recognized him from. But he was also an episode of 24 Legacy and The Rookie. Mm-hmm. So I jotted that down. And then apparently he's most well known for uh, the TV show Dexter. And he plays Vince. If anybody out there watches Dexter, which is apparently... Do you know what Dexter is? The, I do. This Dexter. That one. Yeah, the guy who's like a serial killer and he uh-huh. helps like investigate the serial killers or something. Like, he helps investigate the murders. Never seen It's a very that. weird premise. I've heard people, like, really, like, really, really are super into that show or, like, no, don't watch that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if it's just because they know me personally, but apparently he was on there from 2006 to 2013 and was on there for 95 episodes. Wow. Yeah. So, he's Vince. Definitely Vince from Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's him. I know my dad watches Dexter, so I'll ask my dad. Yeah. You know Vince is. Yeah. He was on episode of Monk. <laughs> And then we have Scott Glenn, which I will admit, I don't know him from anything, but apparently he's pretty famous. And I've seen this in the monk groups where they talk about the fact that 
Scott Glenn was in Silence of the Lambs with Ted Levine. So I figured it was worth mentioning that, you know, mm. even though I don't recognize Have we talked him. about that? Uh, I think we Q, have. Q was the one that mentioned. He was like, if I'm not mistaken, I think Kevin Stallmeyer was in Silence of the Lambs. I was oh. like, you are correct, but I've That's never weird. mentioned it because I've never seen it. But again, he was a bad guy. And so everyone talks about how he was such a bad guy in Silence of the Lambs. Wait, who was he? So he's like a psychopath. He's like, the he's like, psychopath. Yeah, yeah, and that's what people are like. Some people are like, yeah, it took me a while to get used to it, and some people are like, I never get used to seeing him that way as Captain Stottlemyre. He's I'm like, the that's guy sad. Like, he's the guy who's like, hello, Clarice. That oh guy? no, 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 that's no? that's Silence of the Lambs. That's Hannibal Lecter. He's not Hannibal Lecter though. He's Hannibal Lecter's friend. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I've, I've never seen it. All I know about it is. That that's literally all I know about it is that he's like a super. I don't want to watch. I don't want to. No, I will never watch it now because I don't want to see Ted Levine like that. Every time we see him, we're like, yeah, no, I don't want to see him like that. No, no, no. But again, I had to mention it, and then I realized that Scott Glenn was in like a very like not generalized, but like very like similar projects. So he was in Daredevil, which is like Marvel, right? Mm -hmm. And then Sucker Punch. And then the, the Defenders, which were all kind of like superhero-y Marvel mm-hmm. type stuff. I don't know. And then the Born... I know the, Defend- I know the Defenders and Daredevil. Okay. Then the Born Legacy and the Bo- Born Ultimatum with... What's his name? Matt Damon. Those were really popular movies. And then Vertical Limit, Training Day, Secretariat, and Freedom Riders. Those were all really big movies. I don't... I mean, I don't know if he was a main part in these movies, but these are some very famous movies. Mm-hmm. Especially Training Day. That's a really big movie. So I just thought I would mention that because he's in those. Interesting. Yeah. Is that it? I have one more person. Oh, and this is, a, this is a good one, though. This is a good one. Okay. Wait for it. Okay, this is Carl T. Wright, who plays Monk's lawyer. Right? So can you picture that guy? I can look a picture of him. Carl T. Wright. Ah. Okay. All right. So with that, don't look him up. I will. Okay. So... Now you know what he looks like. Uh-huh. Okay, he's in the show Atypical. The okay, I he this guy is in a ton of stuff, okay? okay? I only wrote down the shows that I've seen every episode of. Okay? Jeez. Atypical, How to Get Away with Murder, Jane the Virgin, Scandal, The Fosters, Pretty Little Liars, Malcolm in the Middle, Drew Carey, Frasier, Rules of Engagement, Parenthood, Will and Grace, and Gilmore Girls. Shout out Keiko. But, but, so he's in all these things because I'm like, I recognize this guy so bad. Where is he from? So I start jotting down all these things that he's in. And I'm like, of course I've seen this guy because he's literally in every freaking show I've ever seen. Uh-huh. He's in another episode of Monk. No. Do you recognize him at all? I I have no. You were saying all those shows and I was like, those shows are one show away from me being like, oh, like, I could be like, oh, I like this show because of this person's in it and then be like oh pretty little liars is kind of like this show mm-hmm. it's two shows away from me i don't know yeah uh-huh. like shows that i was close to watching yeah <laughs> like all of them but you don't recognize him from monk no okay Who is he he was in little monk he what is... do you know who he is or no no he's principal thicket remember when he goes we go back in time and the bully steals the money from the cu- cupcake sale He's the principal. No. That 
you know, gets the kids in trouble and all that. Yeah. No. That's such an odd role. That's funny, right? Yeah. And then he plays Monk's lawyer. You know who wasn't Monk's lawyer? Garrett Price. Yeah. I guess he he, he needed a real he yeah. needed a real principal for that. <laughs> That's funny, huh? I liked that. I like how yeah. I found that I was like, oh my gosh. It's not even like a some side character. It's like literally someone from Monk's past playing someone in Monk's future. Dang. Dang. That's good. That's trippy. I like that. It is trippy. Okay, let's get to plot holes. I'm excited. Okay. I mean, sorry, junk time. Junk time. That was like 10 seconds of just... Okay. I'm excited, Candace. All right, let's hear it, Noah. Okay, let me get a pork rind. But... Oh, wait, yeah, let me take my shot. A sprinkle. I also want... So I'm nervous. I... Oh, it's like an actual curly Here, tape. I'll take a little bit of this shot, and then you take... You take the, the actual shot. Okay, I have half the shot, Candace. I don't think these are any good. Ew, oh no. You take that... Here, tell me when your mouth is not... Gross from that. Oh golly. Wait, so sometimes those are just bad. This would be one of those times. Like, my dad's is like, oh, you like the the ones that you get at the store, right? And he's like, oh, I have these. And I'm like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? This is good. Oh. Okay. Are you ready, Candace? Mm-hmm. Sprinkle shot. Three, two, one. Mmm. Mmm. How do you feel? Out of ten. I thought you were on a diet. My bad. I have ten sprinkles. I have ten sprinkles. What would you rate? I all <laughs> I'm ten. using the sprinkles as a mic. What would you rate it? All ten sprinkles. I mean, I can't really taste them, so. Yeah. I'm sure they didn't hurt the diet that bad. Eh. <laughs> these are not good. I'm not going to stick another one of these in my mouth. Do you want to try? Yeah, I have water. I think they're just stale. It's, I don't think the taste is that bad. I think they're just really stale or something. not that bad is there some expiration date on here mm, i see oh no so, <laughs> so by november 9th 2019 so there's like a year expired oops you couldn't have checked that five seconds ago when i put it in my mouth you said it wasn't that bad a year so. old almost a year old but like a month that's still 11 months candace so technically they probably are a year old they're just about a year expired they're over a year old. You, right. said, you said you've had them in there for a while. Yeah. Not That's like two while. years. It's a pretty good while. I was in kindergarten a while ago. No. <laughs> we've had this dog for a while. <laughs> oh, I guess, it, I guess it's been about a year now. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem like that long. See? Same thing. Pork rinds. That's not the same thing. Yes, it is. No, it's oh, not. they've been in the pantry for about a while. Oh, I guess it's been about a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you should have... It's still gross, no okay. matter what. All right. <laughs> okay, so let's hear it. What do you think happened? Here's what happened. Monk didn't shoot the guy. It's not Sheriff Rawlings either, but it's some random third-party dude. Nice. That's what happened. Okay. And also, at the end, 
or it might it might have been sheriff the thing at the end monk getting shot by Saudi quote-unquote shot was all a ruse to make it seem like monk had been shot to make it look to make it to make everyone around him because there's a bunch of people there make everyone go oh I see how he could have been easily set up Natalie is off scene shooting monk monk has a bulletproof vest on shoots monk and he falls Stottlemyre doesn't shoot and monk is fine so how it's gonna go next week whenever I watch the episode they're gonna be like uh, Monk's gonna get up and he's gonna be like, "Here's what happened," and he's gonna explain it to everyone. Everyone's gonna be like, "Whoa!" Because they're gonna be like, "I see how someone could get set up because of this, and it's really easy." And he pro- the sheriff probably just misunderstood that Monk did that because it was so easy for him to be set up. Boom! I'm a genius. <laughs> I really hope that's right. Okay. We're gonna talk about this at junk time next week. Okay, so I don't want to elaborate on anything. I'll just leave you at that. I'll just ask the question. So just going through the people. So do you think, and I think, I I know some of the answers already, but do you think Natalie is in on it? On what? On your, on your plan. I'm just going through each person. Like, do you think, do you think Stoudemire's in on it? Stoudemire's definitely in on it. Do you think Randy's in on it? Randy is, okay, okay. It's either, it's either Natalie or Randy who, who shot him. I think it's Randy, personally, because they wouldn't let Natalie have a gun. And Randy was asking, remember? And Sotomayor was like, I'll tell you later. He asked if he could go. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. And he was like, yeah, sure. Oh. Okay. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I swear if it's wrong. It probably will be, but I don't know. I feel like that's a good good, uh, speculation, in my opinion. Okay. Whew. All right, my next question is, how do you make a smoothie? Oh, geez, that's that's out of left field. We're We've been very serious this episode. This episode has been very serious, so. Yeah. Um. I put, here, let me help you. I put Natalie's ingredients. Okay, first she puts in some weird, like, chocolate cocoa powder or something. You can see it's clumped yeah. at the bottom, but you can't tell what it is. So I, I put maybe cocoa powder. She puts a banana. She dumps some strawberries in there. Of course, some ice. Clumps some peanut butter. Nuts. A bunch of nuts. Coffee. Syrup. Honey. Milk. And more nuts. Not that bad, I will say. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's, what, that's what I thought. Yeah. Not that bad. Okay, so here's what I would have done. Boom. Cocoa powder. Boom. Nuts. Boom. Peanut butter. Boom. Something chocolatey. Uh, chocolate almonds, chocolate bar, anything. Anything chocolatey. Um, two bananas, milk, ice, crush it all up in your blender. Boom. That's a that's a Noah shake. Spectacular. Thank See, you. and this, I don't know about the nuts. I've never put nuts into... Me neither. I've just put peanut butter. Yeah. And maybe crunchy if I don't have any smooth, but not, I'm not, I don't really like I to. Like, I like the crunchiness of the ice. Which is why I said, but ice. Oh, yeah. Do you have definitely have to have ice or else it's just like yeah. a blended drink? It's like chocolate milk. You just stir it and it's mm-hmm. just a drink. Yeah, I put, like, I, I really make all different kinds, but I would say, like, the most popular is just, like, like you said, a banana, ice, 
strawberries and then regular milk blends the best Mm -hmm. but if you're like on a diet you can do like almond milk and it's like not too bad at all but and then sometimes if you want to add just like a punch of like flavor you can do like a, a a scoop of cocoa powder or some type of protein powder yeah, and it'll give it like more like substance and you know, whatever. Mm. But I was gonna for when this episode comes out, I'm gonna make um my Starbucks drink that okay. you make at home, like the copycat Starbucks because I always get a double chocolate chip frappuccino, mm-hmm. and so I was gonna show the people how to make that and put the recipe up for them. Well, that's because cool. you know we like to we like to share our junk and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i figured i'd put that up but yeah so get be on the lookout for that copycat starbucks shake and if i forget just dm me yeah yeah (laughs) i I do that a lot there was like a good two or three months where my my, mommy my dad and my brother were obsessed with like shakes yeah sometimes you get phases like that but it's it's they're fun memories always it was good yeah and it was like every morning there'd be a shake for me and i was like yes and those were the good old days. I wish we could tell when we were in the good old days before we left them. Quote Andy Bernard. Thank I you. think these are the good old days. You right know, one now? day we're going to look oh back on our, our podcast and we're going to be like, that was so much fun. That feels like a lifetime ago. And then it will be. And, and then, then we'll be sad. Candace, we'll probably do another show. Ugh, we're such lame punks. We are. And in, in like a year, we'll be like, man, I missed the podcast. And we'll be like, okay, let's do The Office let's or something. Or make some YouTube yeah. channel collab or something. We'll do something fun for you people. Let us know what you want to see. <laughs> Unless it's more monk. We're all out of the We'll make a movie stuff. or something. We'll make a movie. <laughs> okay, let's do our viewer's voice. Okay, so like I said... My plot hole section is jam-packed, so we actually had people coming at us with plot holes from this episode that I didn't even think about. So instead of doing it in the plot hole section, let's do it now so we can add a little bit more to junk time, mm-hmm. and we're going to do some viewers voice plot holes. So would you like to read the one from Lindsay? Oh, I can. Okay, so Lindsay says, in Mr. Monk and his biggest fan, Marcy says that she could smell Adrian from behind her door. But in this episode, the police dogs can't pick up any scent from sifting his clothes. How is Marcy's nose stronger than police dogs that have been specially trained to do that kind of thing? Makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. But Marcy is a crazed psychopath. (laughs) Like, no, you're right. I thought that was really good. Remember the smell was... I think, what did she say? Head head and shoulders for men? Or something like that. Or pantene for men. Yeah. Something like that. She can smell his shampoo. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up, I can smell his shampoo. He's behind the door. And then the dogs can't get a scent. It's a pretty good one, Lindsay. That's good. I think that's pretty good. Marcy is crazy, but if she can smell that smell, the dogs would be able to smell that smell. Yeah. So. They can get... That's, that's where you can get them on the plows. Small little remarks like that. Yeah. Where they're like, man, I could smell you, but he doesn't have a scent. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's where you can get them. That was a good catch, though. Okay, the next one is from William, who said, okay, he, he's talking about the possibilities of bail. Uh-huh. Right? So, he has Natalie's parents. Who are su- super rich. Super rich. Natalie's oh, parents. Oh, my gosh. And... Trudy's parents. Wait, Trudy's parents are rich? Well, the dad, remember, he owns the game show. Like, that's his game show. So he's some, like, TV producer. Oh, my God. So he has money, too. Yeah. Oh. My. 
Because, so you have Natalie who says she's going to sell her car. Stottlemyre is going to lease or, uh, like, finance his, take a loan against his beach house? Or, no, like not beach house. Or something. He said townhome or something. I don't know how adult how does he bills ha- work. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> TBH, I am a homeowner, but I don't know what refinancing is. I don't know Ooh. what lending, that's what he says, he lends... Lending against his house. <laughs> and I know what a mortgage is now, but what is I it? used to not. It's just your house payment. What? Like when you say like I pay rent, like you're paying rent to somebody. When you say you pay a mortgage, you like you're paying the bank because they technically own your house. So you're paying a mortgage. To them. Guess what? Our bank doesn't own our house, as in my house. Because yeah. my father built our house. Because my father is a big, strong man. Strong with a K. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, super rich assistant's parents who, would they really let Natalie sell her car instead of giving, because well, don't they need, they need $100,000. Hey, why? I mean, that's kind of a lot of money. You have to have 10% to put down for bail. So I wonder how much like Trudy's parents would be good for and Natalie's <sighs> parents would be good for. I mean, Natalie's parents are filthy rich. Yeah. They're filthy rich. They could rich. pay the whole million. They could Easy. probably pay the whole million, but it would just be like convincing your parents like, look, my boss didn't kill this guy who killed his wife. And that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but thank you, William, for the thoughts. And just, he has such a good reputation that why would they be like... <sighs> well, thank you again for your viewer's voice, guys. Thank you. And... We're, we'll be in season seven by the time you hear this, so <laughs> go for it. Honestly. Plot holes. All right, Candace. Do you have I any can... plot holes at all? I have no, no, I have two. I have two holes. You have two? Oh, okay, cool. Know. Will you still get in trouble if you're innocent if you break out of jail to prove your innocence? Right? So if I've been charged of murder... And that is the crime that I'm, quote, you know, guilty or not guilty of. And then I break out of jail and I say, look, this is why I didn't kill him. I'm innocent. Well, Do they like, say, but you still broke, broke out, out of jail. jail. Ooh. Is that illegal to break out of jail? I mean, yeah, but. I've never heard of, I've never heard of anybody being convicted they of. Like, they add like more. You can, ha- I've heard of resisting arrest, obviously, but I haven't heard of like prison break like you're guilty of prison break or like what would that be called i've never i've never heard anybody be convicted of breaking out of prison they just recatch them and then put them in jail and i'm like okay we got them this time for the same crimes i've never heard them say like whoa and for escaping we're gonna tack on 10 more years i've never heard that they do that Mm, i don't know about that because you really know because they take off time for good behavior so for bad behavior they would add more time yeah but if it was a crime if you kill if you're in prison and you stab someone you're gonna get time you're gonna get added time because stabbing someone is illegal but is breaking out of prison illegal breaking out of prison is illegal candace if i was candace if i if you went to jail and i tried to break you out i would go to jail boom true true and you would get extra time but you would be trying. You would be aiding and abetting, and you would be, um, if you if you got somebody out, you'd be harboring a fugitive. 
you can't harbor yourself and you uh-huh. can't aid and embed you can't aid yourself either I t- I, plus i'm just saying show me the charge what's you, officer you... what are my charges <laughs> plus, i, I tried to break like... out of jail and i didn't commit the crime you're saying that i committed so tell me what my charges are go ahead yeah. plus if you're like okay you try to escape 10 more years now you have 10 more years to think of your plan to get out again no like yeah just okay th- i think this one will be quick the sheriff he transports a prisoner that's his job no I'm pretty he sure they have very spe- important for charging a criminal. Like yeah, he was in the courtroom whenever he was being charged, which maybe okay. Mm-hmm. He was the one that like the arresting officer. Maybe mm-hmm. they got his testimony or something. But he was like sitting next to the lawyer, and I'm thinking, is that where he's supposed to be sitting? And then he's in the van transporting Monk, and I'm like, aren't you taking him to prison? And you're the sheriff of Angel, California. That you would be doing that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so my plot hole mm-hmm. is that Monk isn't stupid. So when he saw after he took the guy's keys that the wheel was locked, he wouldn't have gotten to the car and started driving it and went, oh wait, this wheel is locked. And then went around a couple more times before he stopped the car. Yeah, I thought of that too. I was thinking maybe it was just like, obviously it was supposed to be funny, but like how like OCD people have to like count like, they have, like, count. Like, I have to do this three times. Like, I have to brush my teeth on this side one, two, three times. Yeah. And then I have to do the other side. So, like, maybe he just thought, like, you know, like, in his little insanity things where he's like, yeah, but how did it happen? And he's like, I don't know, Mr. Mark. Well, what, how did it happen? Like, he tries to do the same thing and get a different result. Like, he tries to get in the car and he's like, I know it's locked, but I gotta try. Uh-huh. And then it goes in a circle and he's like, I gotta try. And he drives in a circle and then he's like... Yeah. Okay. Forget it. And then he runs out and then he shuts the door. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. It was funny, like, yeah. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? Get on my truck. And it's like, and it just stops and he runs. Yeah. So, again, I th- obviously it was supposed to be funny, but that's why I was just kind of picturing him having one of those, like, psychotic moments where he's just like, I have to try. I have to yeah. try. I have to keep trying until it doesn't work out. But, yeah. Okay. Sheriff Rollins brought an... The orange juice tab from the house? <laughs> what? Why would you do that? Like, why would you even take that off anyway? And then, why, if you had it, why would you bring it to the crime scene? Like, it was in your pocket and it fell out of your pocket? Like, is that what we're supposed to believe? That's how he found that? I don't get that. They could have totally been like, hey, Natalie, did you scratch this part off of, like, the sticker part off of the orange juice? She's like, no. And then he finds it at the scene. Which I guess that would have been better evidence than, hey, look, lid. But also, if Monk put it together that he has, he has the little lid, right? And Stoudemire's like, do you have any evidence? And he's like, no. Like, what about the DNA that he put his mouth on your orange juice? Oh my gosh. Right? No, yeah. He's like, are there fingerprints on it? No, because that's where you put your mouth. Because apparently he... Drink it out of the car. Yeah, and Monk doesn't do that. And Natalie doesn't do that. So so it would have only been been his. Oh my gosh. Okay, that was a good one. Right? That was, no, that was good. Okay. There was two in that one, actually. Yeah, there was two. So, Monk, whenever he's taking his mugshot, it's like a funny moment that he like turns and he fixes it whenever he's like facing it. He would have fixed it before he even took the photo, no? And while he was sideways taking the photo. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a small detail, but, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't really make sense for him to go after he already took one photo, change it. Oh, yeah, he ju- I guess he just noticed it, what, in air quotes, like, oh, oh, this is crooked. Yeah. Yeah. That, you, that was your last one, right? That was, yeah. Okay, I have one more then. Okay, Monk is OCD about his pocket, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then he's running, and he stops at the campsite to get a, a uh, what's it called? Yeah. Like the sewing oh, the kit. The thread. Or, the thread. Okay. Why would he rip it? He wasn't, okay. Yeah. I said he's OCD about his pocket, but he's not OCD about throwing the red on the ground. He looks through it, and he finds the red thread. And he's like, oh, not red, and he throws it on the ground. I'm like, okay, well, Monk doesn't throw things on the ground. Because yeah. he doesn't like litter or mess or trash or whatever. Unless he would have probably arranged it by color after the fact. Yeah. So, exactly. He, he's more organized than to just throw something on the ground. And then, this is just a continuity plot hole, but it's not really continuity. If you watch it, it's a full scene through. He's looking for the orange thread. He finds the red. He throws it on the ground. Then he's like, orange, I need orange. He picks it up. The needle is already threaded with orange. Mm-hmm. Like... As in, instead of, like, him finding the thread, and him then putting it in, and then threading the needle, and then having to do it. For some reason, it was already... Who is sewing with orange, people? Yeah. You show me who's sewing with orange. Monk? And that's threading <laughs> it, threading the needle. No. Yeah, and then also, the people with the guns, they don't shoot the... The prisoner? Guy, the prisoner in handcuffs with Angel County Prison on the back of his orange jumpsuit or yeah. whatever it said yeah you wouldn't shoot the guy who's running through your campsite oh yeah i shot him in the leg i'm a hero now he gets to go back to jail and i might have saved lives because of it no they just sit there and like hey yeah let's call 911 <laughs> yeah like exactly you're that's that's a good one because he it wasn't like i mean it wasn't like he was attacking them but obviously he wasn't up to any good going through your stuff he was obviously trying to steal something from you. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, he was on my like property. He was stealing my property, so I shot him. And he was wearing a prison uniform, so yeah. I knew he was up to no good. That's a good point. I like that. All right. Next segment. 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 How crazy was Monk this episode? I don't have any crazy moments. <laughs> what else is new? All right. Out of ten, what? Out of ten orange threads. Oh, I put out of ten mini sewing kits. Aww. We were on the same page. We were. Makes me want to have written another one. I was going to put out of ten um, crooked mugshot signs, but I didn't even know how to word that. (laughs) I was like, what is that called? Mugshot? Yeah, for my thing, I put... Mugshot tag name thing. <laughs> exactly. I could not figure out what I Googled it and still no clear answer. It's like, I guess those aren't a thing. Okay. Most people just said signs or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Let's share a list. It's funner that way. Yay. Okay. I'll go first. It's more funner. So, <laughs> um, Monk only watches Jamilton. I actually have that one. Oh, it's the only one I have. Cause I wrote it down at the very beginning. I was like, yeah, I'll take good notes. And then I got too sucked in. <laughs> Okay, he walks away from the case. When Sotomayor's like, oh, you may yeah. not want to see this. And he's like, all right. <laughs> walks away. Um, he won't kiss the floor. Which, I mean, he's not being literal, which is funny. Kiss the floor. He's like, here's the thing. I can't, 
Can't do that. Okay, I put he straightens his mugshot sign. He can't seem to uh, put the fingerprint on the ink. Yes. He ups the bail to an even million. Yes. He looks for the sewing kit. He, when he's running through the forest, he sees the sewage plant sign. It's pointing left. Uh-huh. And then he runs to the left and then time passes and then he runs back away <laughs> yeah. from it and then runs the other way. Um, dogs don't get any scent. Yeah. And he touches every tree. And then, of course, the lamp <laughs> behind yes. Randy. He comes back to shut the car door and turns off the lights. And then the, <laughs> the last one is messed up. Natalie's trying oh! to... <laughs> oh, my God. Natalie's trying to give him Mitch's uniform. And he's like, oh, Natalie, I can't wear that. And she's like, oh, Nancy Canvas, Mitch will want you to wear it. And he's like, no, oh, it's all dusty. <laughs> It's messed up. Okay, out of ten orange threads, what do you got? I have four out of ten. Out of ten mini sewing kits, I'm gonna go with three sewing kits because most of the stuff I think is just crazy in the sense that he's running away from the law mm-hmm. and then doing these things like touching trees, yeah. touching a lamp, driving orange, in circles, the orange, thread. the orange thread. So yeah, I mean. It's just his, more of like his OCD kind of like popping out whenever he, obviously he's under really, really high amount of stress. Yeah. And so pretty much stress related. Yeah. And so it's not normal quirky, but it's like, it is normal quirky, but he's under stress. So it makes sense. Yeah. So I just gave him three. Yeah. Rate this episode. Candace, what would you? rate this episode all right the first official episode of a of our first official two-parter mm-hmm. was a success mm-hmm. i can't wait to watch next week but as for this one it was thrilling full of action and the emotions in this one were high and all over the place for this one i am going to go with Two tens. Oh, uh, okay. So, as you were saying that, I was like, I was literally putting up one and zero because it deserves a one. I didn't know because it's a ten. It's a ten. It so deserves a ten. And I completely agree with you because this was such a great episode. And all it makes me want to do is watch the next one, which yeah. I don't think a monk episode has ever done. Yeah. I mean, of course, I mean, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to watch the next one. But it's like leaving you in suspense yeah. and it's exciting and it's fun. And I want to watch more. And that great cliffhanger at the end. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. It was, it was very good. I love, I think some of the standout things was, again, you know, I like, I really like the episodes where the supporting cast kind of shines. And even regardless of like Natalie and Randy's moment where they're like making the, you know, smoothie in the blender, regardless of that, I feel like it showed a lot of teamwork in this episode. Yeah. It showed how much they care about Monk. And like those heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching moments. The trust that the, they have and like... Ugh. The trust, the we'll sell our house, we'll sell our cars. Yeah. So we know it great. wasn't you and... Yeah. Because, because, like I said, because honestly, I really like ones episodes that 
have supporting people in it, you know, like making yeah. them shine. But this was a very monk centric episode. Yeah. It was basically all about monk. Yeah. But those side characters managed to add to that like mm-hmm. anguish of the episode and the suspense in their own way. And then of course Monk was amazing and did all the things and great every episode. scene. I like I said before, every single scene. Every single amazing. Scene. All right, guys. That was part one. I cannot wait for next week. I'm excited. And oh, also, because we told you guys like we record these in twos. Mm-hmm. So this was our first one in some time where we have not watched them in twos and recorded in twos. Yeah. So, and that wasn't even by design. It was just, we were, we were able to start up sports and school and stuff, thankfully. So it was like, oh, well let's, you know, when we see each other on Tuesday, we'll watch the episode. We'll watch one. And then today we'll record one. And, and that was the first time it wasn't, so it wasn't back to back. Cause Noah was like, Oh my gosh, let's watch the next one. And I was like, no, remember we plan on doing that next week. And he's like, no, <laughs> the yeah. first two parter episode ever. And I have to wait a whole week. It's like, yeah, yep. But it's perfect. I love how, I mean, obviously it's, it's how it should have been done. You record one episode, give your thoughts on that one and then we'll move on. So mm-hmm. I think it worked out perfectly, but I'm excited. And yeah. And not excited about the pork rinds. They Those were, were expired. So I can't believe you made me eat them. Ugh. Ugh. I will never forgive you, Candace. Oh my gosh. One time I gave Toby this like bag of cheese that was expired. Well, I didn't give him the bag, but I put some on his taco. Uh-huh. And then he ate it and was like disgusted with me. And I was like, what? He's like, when did this expire? And I looked at it and I was like, yikes. He's like, you couldn't smell that? I could smell it when I bit into it. I was like, I really couldn't. My nose isn't that great, so I really couldn't smell the bad cheese. I have a good nose. And so, yeah. I On the nose uh, rating, I would give my nose a 6 out of 10. Mine's like a 3. Really? Out of 10. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine having a stinky nose. Actually, you say my room smells, and I can't smell it, so. Well, there's literally a fly flying around in here, so I feel like the fly agrees. No, the fly's gone. No, he just flew by point two seconds ago. I just saw him. Oh, bye, fly. I hope you find your dad. Elf reference. Yeah, because I, I've people have made so many elf references around me, and I've never seen it, but I just get elf references now. Yeah. Because we were literally just talking about. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it. This we'll we'll do a a rating elf episode. How crazy is elf this movie? (laughs) Oh. That's going to be pretty high. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, can you believe uh, Toby went to a football game without us? Let's go. He was in the studio. He was in the studio while we were recording. I was like, can I go? And I was like, okay. And then so he left. And so now it's just up to us to fend for ourselves per usual. Toby Tobias. and Tobias both went. I know. They are both there. That's messed up. The Tobes. <laughs> the Tobes. Tobe, Tobe. <laughs> To what a dope do. Gosh. gosh. All right, so let's go to the football game or go get something to eat. At least I'm starving. You are? Well, yeah, because my pork rinds were nasty. I ate a ton before you. You ate a ton of sprinkles. <laughs> uh, sure. Noah was eating cottage cheese straight up, Candace, slurping it off Candace, his plate. you're just talking because you want to make it longer. 
why yeah. would I want to do that? Stop. My, my biggest insecurity is my love for cottage cheese. It's t- <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm very short. No, 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 no. The fact that I love cottage cheese way too much bugs me. What? That's so Because I will funny. eat cottage cheese with everything. Spaghetti. Eggs. Bacon. Other foods. Anything. Anything. It goes perfect. I, I, I... I implore you. I suggest call to action, if you will. Please. Don't subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> get a bowl of cottage Instead cheese. Instead of subscribing to our podcast, get a straw. Get a straw. No, don't get a straw. That's actually gross. I'm, ew, Candace. You're you're not a pro on cottage cheese eating like me. I beg my mom every time she goes to the store, get more of a cottage cheese because I eat it way too fast. You can put it on on toast. Over your eggs. It tastes really good with eggs and bacon. Might I just add. And sausage. And chorizo. And uh-huh. put on your pancakes if you want. No. <laughs> on your ice cream. On your sprinkles. Okay, now we're getting into actual gross territory. But it's good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Steak. Steak. Thank you. That's the end of the podcast. Uh, go eat some cottage cheese. Bye, everyone. Bye. Candace, wait. Do you have anything you want to say? I do. Just a little. I'm kind of that way with honey mustard. And my, I got as a graduation Ew. present, one of my friend's moms bought me a big giant bottle of honey mustard and put a label maker like on it. It said property of Candace on it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, cause every time I'd go to her house, she would have these fancy dinners for us. Uh-huh. And I would always ask for honey, honey mustard. mustard. <laughs> cause she would serve like pork tenderloin and I'm like. What sauce do we eat with this? And there's like no one's eating sauce with it. And I'm like, oh, I must eat sauce. I'm like, do you have any like honey mustard? And then I like one oh time I put gosh. it in the soup she made and stuff. And so she was like, she took notice. I, they just bought it wow. at their house just for me. That's such a good little present. Though. Yeah, it was it was a really good present. That's cute. Like the best I've ever gotten. So, all right, guys. Wow. We'll see you for part two next week here on the Junk Monk Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Film Noir. <laughs> Podcast Noir. I, I'm uh, Max. What's his name? Max Hudson? Max Hudson. Or Max Barton. No. Okay. Max <laughs> Barton. Both. Don't even get me started, Candace. Okay. Bye, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next week. And Cliffhanger. Like, okay, ready? We're going to envision the scene, the cliffhanger we got. So you guys have to be cliffhanger too. Monk falls into the water dramatically as it cuts to black. Dun and nut, dun and nut, down, down. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.